everybody. Welcome to the Yankees Magazine Podcast. I'm Hillary Georgie. Joining me is John Schwartz. What's up? And we have two special guests. Our team photographers, Ariel Goldman-Heck. Hello. And Barry Schneiderman. Hi. We are doing a special segment here for this uh, opening week episode of the Yankees Magazine Podcast. We wanted to get a little bit of perspective from our photographers who are present for every inning, every out of every game, at least the ones at home. Uh, Barry was on the road for opening day with John. Barry? Yeah. How was it in Toronto? It was, it was good. It was, I mean, it was covered. Yeah. There was a roof, (laughs) which is no weather issues. There is no issues with that. that Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm going on my third season and a new experience. I feel like everything is a new experience, even though I'm going on my third season, but (laughs) yeah, but it was fun. It was, it was definitely, um, different. But the same, it's hard to explain. It was strange because it was such like a new beginning in some ways. Um, you know, you have the season starting, you have all like the normal opening day kind of like jittery, butterfly nonsense, whatever. But meanwhile, there is also this stuff going on of like, oh, right, Aaron Boone is like trying to figure out how to be a big league manager, and Giancarlo Stanton's here taking BP. So, I mean, it wasn't just any. Opening day is always going to be unusual, and this wasn't any opening day. And it was unusual because it wasn't here. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. always hard. Right. I it's always hard being on the road, and like trying to get your bearings while also doing your job because <laughs> there's different rules and different ballparks, and you also not not that very not that very <laughs> I tried my best, but uh, Barry was a little bit of a rebel. You got you got to get a good shot. You got to you know? get that yeah. shot. I wasn't, I wasn't gonna come back and say like, oh, sorry, I. I just, they told me no, so I sat and I didn't do anything. I did my best and... I think we need to record this for posterity because I can confirm <laughs> that while being admonished during pregame for where she was and was not allowed to go, Barry was actually told out loud by Brian Cashman that if she ran into any trouble, he would bail her out. So now- <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to hold him to that yeah. now. It just extends past right. opening day. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. International incidents. Uh, <laughs> left and right. If I, got, if I got stuck in Canada, like, she's you're, a fugitive. You're no longer actually. allowed in Canada, <laughs> yeah. is what it is. Let's start that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys focused on, not just on opening day, but in general? Like, what is kind of your, your aim whenever you're shooting a game? It's really just getting the game story. We have an edit lineup, you know, so there are players or things that we have to try and capture based on the magazine needs. But overall, it's just trying to document the game story from start to finish and recognizing that sometimes you're not going to get the best shot just based on where you are on the field. I'm at first, as is Barry, most games because we have shots of the dugout that way. But um, the better shot for game number 21 could be from third. And if we're not there, then... It's making it work from the shot we got at first. It's also sometimes funny because we can be very territorial on our side where, you know, we think of you guys out there, you know, I'm working on a story about this player. And so Ari is there for me to get pictures of this player. In reality, <laughs> it's not all about you, John. Right. It, not it, all about in you. In reality, what you guys are doing is truly like creating an archive of Yankees history. That's of supposed to last. I mean, the, every single moment that, you know someone eventually wants to look back on our goal should be that like it should be your photos that are the ones telling that story correct we're, we're documenting and archiving the Yankees season whether it's on the field off the field as much as we can off the field but you know in terms of the games it's it's shooting the entire game to tell the game story and you know getting a player's first at bat in the majors you know or mm-hmm. getting a no hitter which I've never had <laughs> you never had no. Maybe one day. Not come, maybe one day. All right, how many opening days has it been for you now? So Tuesday was 
number 13 working as a photographer for the Yankees, but number 14 working for the Yankees. My first opening day, I was here, but I was still part-time in the ticket office. So I went out, <laughs> saw the opening day really quick, and then continued got doing back my, to work. Got back to my work. <laughs> How never. has it changed in these 13 years since you've been photographing? Other, I mean, you've been in two stadiums. You know, it's different faces. Aaron's my third manager, so, you know, it's a changing of the guards at the head of the team. Weather. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it really, it's just, it's the players. I mean, the actual opening day, you know, it's very typical in how the day plays out. It's always nice to have a win on opening day. Mm-hmm, for sure. You guys are really good, I've seen, from my experience, at just building trust and a relationship with the players. How important is that for your work to make sure that if you're, if you, the players know you and they trust you, it gives you a better shot, right? Not, not in game, obviously. Like, yeah. you right. know, in game. <laughs> We're all focused on... Oh, they're all winking to you when they're... uh... (laughs) No, in-game, you know, they're focused on their job. We're Mm -hmm. focused on our job. But, you know, there's times where there's some calm moments where we're taking a picture and they'll play to the camera. Mm -hmm. I think both of us can attest to that. Yeah, there's certain guys who definitely play around a little bit more than others. And I think they're just so used to seeing us every single day. And they know that we're in-house, obviously. Um, And that's just it. I mean, we're around all the time, so... And they also know that in this day and age with social media, you know, a lot of players want pictures of themselves to use on their social media accounts. And because it's also digital, you know, you're shooting a lot more and it's a a lot different now than, I mean, that's one change is the social media aspect of now, not only are we shooting to document it, but we're shooting to have it posted right away. Right. And that's one point that, I mean, Ari and Barry are maybe being a little bit, uh, modest about because it, so much of what even fans get in the moment is actually coming from them because their stuff goes directly to our social media team so if you see a picture on twitter that looks really good from yankees and you're like that probably wasn't taken by an iphone that was probably taken by <laughs> barry or ari and also you know after a game when dd gregorius puts a picture of himself up you know posing perfectly after a home run and you're saying to yourself you know Surely someone took this picture from him. (laughs) Uh, That's not a selfie. Um, Yeah, that's Ari and Barry also. And that's just, it's not about necessarily, you know, the necessity for credit or anything like that. It's just this is how this game is being documented in real time. Um, And It's how our jobs have evolved. And that was something, like, when I took the job, you had just started using the transmitter, like, a little bit from the season before. Right. So we were still both getting used to sending in-game content, and it started off kind of slow, and now it's picked up a lot. And especially in Toronto, when it wasn't working, I got a little bit panicked, and it's a little bit of, like, trying to work around and trying to send stuff because we have built such a commitment to trying to send it for social. And for them to use our Our content. Right. And the, I think over the last few years, especially the content on Instagram and on Twitter has been so well received. And I think that's a credit to you guys because you guys are there getting those shots and the fans love it. And Thank I don't you. know, I think you guys get some credit every once in Thank a while. You. Thank you. <laughs> so who's your favorite player you've shot uh, in your time with the Yankees, Ari? It's a loaded question. <laughs> I'd probably say Didi just because he's so good at social media and he gets it but he also he plays to the camera and he's Mr. Smile he's, I mean, he has happy, su- he's a happy yeah. subject and he's shoot. my buddy so it's, you know <laughs> well, a might get mad at me for saying that but <laughs> yeah Ari is A-Rod's personal photographer I'm so. his personal photographer yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you Barry? 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like Dee Dee as well. Like, he totally, again, plays the camera whenever he sees us. He always flashes a smile rather than, like, <laughs> pretending we're not there. Um, judge, too. I mean, but that's different. That's It's kind of, especially last season. I mean, this season's just starting. I feel like it was exciting getting all those home run shots of Judge last season, especially because it was quote-unquote historic. And now, like, uh, especially... I, I think you can drop the quote-unquote yeah. well, right there. It was historic. <laughs> it was historic. Actually historic. <laughs> um, and then, especially, like, now it's been... It was definitely fun for the um, opening day to get Stanton's first two home runs as a Yankee. I mean, that was fun for me. Especially when it's on the road, too. I mean, because yeah. you know when it's on... You know. I don't know how many, you can correct me, how many photographers were here on Tuesday, but I'm certain it were more than the number that were there in, in Toronto, Toronto, especially their focus on the Yankees yeah. in Toronto. But it's also New York. I mean, it's a market. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, but Barry's shots of Giancarlo Stanton are, you yeah, know, it's fun that we have potentially going to be iconic. Those, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather than, like, having to get them somewhere else. But, yeah, it's... And we wouldn't. And under normal circumstances, I mean, we're so committed to getting all 81 games here plus whatever. Anytime we can get something... On the road, it's you know a bonus, mm-hmm. and when you have something like that happen mm-hmm. on the road, yeah. it justifies why we were there for why, yeah. why we made sure to send you there for that first game. Mm-hmm. How are you guys feeling? We are now in game what? What game are we at? Three at home, mm-hmm. so we have seventy nine to go at home. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, math is not good. At, I'm not good at it. How do you guys feel from the beginning of the season to the end of the season? Physically? Yeah. <laughs> I'm already starting what to feel is, it physically. What's the workload? Like, how does it take a um, toll on you guys? It's hard because staying on top of our edits, mm-hmm. you know, we're editing for the magazine, but then we're also editing for the archives. And just because of the cameras now, you're shooting. I mean, you know, the number of frames per second is a lot more than it was when I first started. So I feel like the number of photos I'm taking during a game is a lot more just because. Just logistically, the cam- yeah. The cameras, the cameras are faster. You know, it takes a toll. It's all, you know, the weather affects you. I mean, mm-hmm. the first month of the season, it's really cold at night. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, I have kids at home and I can't just fall asleep after I get home. So that I need downtime to unwind when I get home. Sure. But then I still have to be up at 6.37 with my kids to entertain mm-hmm. them. So... I'm definitely tired throughout the season. <laughs> but for me, since I've been doing this so long, I kind of just accept it and it just it is what it is. Um, I love what I do. So part of the exhaustion physically and mentally, I just accept it. And I feel like for me, I don't know, like now this first week or so coming back to it, I'm now I'm like back in the groove of things. Mm-hmm. But John can tell you, like the first days of me in Toronto like the Barry, cameras, do, I, do you want to go get dinner no I, literally, like, I, I, it's physically like like the cameras are heavy I know that sure. sounds like a complaint but the cameras are very heavy and then we're carrying around like our packs with our lenses and whatever and of course like I'm used to it now it's like what day three or something back into it I'm getting used to it but like the first long day back when you're working we got up at 4 a.m and then we're now getting back to the hotel after the whole long day at 8 p.m like 
I just so tired. I think it's a little different than Ari because like when I do get home, my head hits the pillow and I'm out. Um, and and you it's don't, a, you don't have two little kids. Exactly. Like, I don't have I don't have any kids or or responsibilities like that. It's it's one of those things where it's like okay, like I know tomorrow I have to be here at four a.m. I mean four p.m. Uh-huh. I'm going to sleep as long as I possibly can because I know that especially with the weather tomorrow, like it and could be luck. a long night. So, I mean, I I definitely get a little bit more of a luxury of of sleep even though there's days back to back where maybe I won't get much or whatever but it is it is physically tiring I wonder for both of you um Ari obviously you've been doing this a little longer so you probably have more perspective on it but I mean the fact that we have two team photographers who are both women I think is pretty awesome how have you seen the industry evolve over the last however long you've been doing this to see more women in the photo wells I mean, there's definitely been more women. I mean, and the fact that it is Barry and I is it's pretty. I mean, it's not pretty. It's 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 very exciting. But it's a you know, it's because for Barry just starting off, it's a testament to her being a hard worker and her talent and her drive, and that that's one of the reasons that we hired her, and she's exceeded my expectations. Um, and it's fun to have watched her grow. You know, the main change, and it's not male versus female it's more that you know there's been cutbacks so you're not seeing as many photographers as I did when I started in 2005. Back then there was you know two photographers for almost every local paper. Um, nowadays there's really only one paper that covers every game that has two photographers if even that. But And also obviously whoever is shooting for Getty on any one game that that picture is going much wider than it used to. Getty AP, yeah. right? I mean, and and they're covering every game, mm-hmm. but like the papers, you're not seeing as many right. um, photographers who are affiliated with papers shooting like I did when I first started. Mm-hmm. And I mean, with me, I mean, maybe I was a little naive starting out to be surprised that it was so few. But over the last couple of years, hearing from Ari and other photographers that I meet of of how they've bounced around through the years and where they started and where they are now and their career and how they got to where they are. I guess it's just how I'm coming up. I I wasn't aware of all the cutbacks. I mean, yes, I was aware, but not just how severe, and especially in this industry. I mean, I realize how lucky I am to be doing something that I love. Like, growing up, I never thought that I would be doing this, but I'm incredibly happy that I am now. And, I mean... I always will have Ari to thank for like me getting my foot in the door and this is like a dream come true for me and everything that I've learned and continue to learn is coming from her so how much pride do you take how excited do you get when you really like nail the shot I'll be the first to be like I just nailed it (laughs) yeah (laughs) because there's for every one that you nail there's Mm -hmm. probably like a thousand misses Mm -hmm. you know and every once in a while when you do get that photo, it just, you know, it's okay to pat yourself on the back. See, I feel like I'm the exact opposite. Like, I can take <laughs> a million photos and get a great shot, but I can't, like, think of a single photo that I've taken where I've been like, that's it. Like, that's, that's like, the one. Like, I can, I'm the type of person who will never, I always, it's, like. It's never good it's enough. It's never good enough. Like, mm-hmm. no matter, like, I'm sure I got it. There's always this thing where I'm like, oh, I wish I got, like, the millisecond before or after. Mm-hmm. I, that's just the type of person I am. And, and say, I'm, I always kick myself for the shots that I didn't get, even though there's, like, nothing I can do about it. You can frame two photos. One is the best moment you shot, and one is just 
the single like if you could go through your Yankees career and say this is my favorite photo I've taken, those are the two. I want that. I I don't care how angry Ours you are at me right now. Be a lot harder than mine. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm mine, only pulling off yeah. of two seasons. So, really. so so you go first while Ari yeah. goes through. Yeah, <laughs> well, Ari goes in a Rolodex. <laughs> so one of the most fun, the first like really like that was so amazing. I couldn't fall asleep after the game. Sort of shots that I took was after um, Mark Teixeira's grand slam, and it was towards the end of the season. They weren't going to the postseason. Um, this and it, last year. This was 2016. 16. His last year. His, His last year. His last year. So, and it was just, it, it wasn't like, it was just a fun game. And, like, you knew that that was, like, the end for him. And he, they they doused him with the Gatorade. And, and um, he came out and he had the, like, WWE belt. Mm-hmm. So that was just, like, I don't know if those pictures, it was fun for me to take. Like, that was just one of the first, like, I couldn't fall asleep. It was so exciting. And then I guess the second one would be, I think, the wild card game last year because that was such a fun celebration. I'd never experienced anything like that. And, like, I got some great shots of them celebrating, and I wasn't on the road for the other two celebrations. So I only have that one to go off of. But that was really – those those were two really good moments for me. I mean, I no, I mean there, there's so ma- there's so many. I mean, my favorite thing to do is definitely the feature stories, like the hometown stories with the players. But you know, within the confines of Yankee Stadium, Derek Jeter's final game, where I was the only photographer that had access onto the field when he took his you know final lap and you know tipped his cap to the fans. And I only he went out twice. I went out once because I felt like. I didn't want to, like, I wanted him to have his moment and not be out there every Stopped second of it. Somebody, yeah. yeah. So I went out there, and I got this shot of him tipping his cap, walking back towards the Yankees' dugout. And, you know, you see the number two and profile of his face and, you know, the Yankees' stadium. It's it's one of my most favorite photos and moments. But um, the other would be, you know, 2009 winning the World Series. And, and it's not necessarily that the, the, the frame was everything I'd hoped for more. It was just the, I mean, it was the World Series. We won the World Series, and it was at home. And, I mean, it, it, it was unbelievable. Awesome, guys. Barry, Ari, thank you so thank much you. for thank joining you. us. It was fun chatting. Yeah, go shoot a no-hitter. Now. Yeah, let's, yeah. Go, let's go get a no-hitter. <laughs> All right, guys, coming up on the podcast, we're going to hear from some of the players, their thoughts on opening week, and then John and I are going to talk about his experience in Toronto for opening day. Stick around. Hey, this is Giancarlo Stan. You're listening to the Yankees Magazine Podcast. Opening day and the home opener are exciting for everyone, including the players. In this segment, you'll hear John and me talk to some Yankees about their emotions leading into and after those days. In Toronto, John spoke with Aaron Boone, CeCe Sabathia, Dylan Batances, Jordan Montgomery, and Aaron Judge. And back in New York, I caught up with Neil Walker, Tyler Wade, and Brandon Drury are some of those conversations. What were your emotions like before opening days as a player and how does it compare right now? Is there anxiety or just excitement or what? Honestly, less, less anxiety right now. You know, as a player, you're always so excited, all the work you put in the offseason to get to spring training. And then as a position player, you're kind of like, all right, those last couple weeks of spring training, it's like, let's, let's get out of here and get going. And, and the excitement and the anxiety and all that goes with opening day, you know, I always have had an appreciation for it. Maybe it's just, you know, playing in Cincinnati initially and what a big deal it is there. I just, 
I think it's a day to be celebrated, to be appreciated, and, and kind of a little bit of a step back to just appreciate getting to put the, a major league uniform on. Today usually would be an anxious day for me as a player. I, here I, I, I feel pretty relaxed. I'm sure I'll, uh, you know, I'll sure, sure I'll toss and turn a little bit tonight um, and, and tomorrow I'll be a little bit anxious and just making sure all the you know, T's are crossed and I's are dotted and all that. Um, but I feel like we're prepared. I feel like we had a good spring. I feel like our staff's prepared. I feel like our players are prepared. And, uh, and that's, that's a good feeling to have. And, and now we get to roll it out there and, and see, see how good we are. What makes it fun exciting? It's a brand new season. You know, uh, more expectations. You know, it's, everybody's excited about what's what's to come. Just one day at a time, trying to win. You know, every ball game. Yeah, just try to go out every day and, and, and win a baseball game, and, and uh, you know, see what happens at the end of the day. Is there a level of excitement about this group that's different than some other groups you played with? Playing for the Yankees, I think every group you get excited. You know, you, you feel like you have a chance to win the World Series. So, um, I mean, that's every year yeah. coming here. You know, um, so it's exciting getting Stanton. You know, obviously makes it you know that much more uh, expectation. But I mean, that's that's what we put on ourselves. The emotion like as you leave Florida and get ready to start going? Uh, a lot of excitement, obviously. Uh, you know, kind of got a little antsy. You know, uh, first game is always uh, special because it's just a uh, new beginning to a new season. And, uh, and I think uh, everybody's excited to kind of get back together and, uh, you know, uh, try to get the ultimate quest, which is one of the whole thing. Obviously, I mean, the life of a reliever is a little different than some of these other guys, but I mean, like, is there, like, extra, like, do you want to get into that first game? Do you really want to pitch on opening day? Yeah, I mean, I, you definitely want to just, you know, always get the first one out of the way, uh, good or bad. You just kind of want to go out there and, uh, you know, just kind of get those the jitters out, you know. Uh, I think, you know, it's exciting, you know, for us as well. So, uh, you know, obviously we'll see what happens, but... Uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, always trying to get that first one. Same like swing training. You just want to go out there and be like, all right, I feel good. Like, it's baseball game. Same, same thing. <laughs> you are not playing today. Yeah. But it is opening day. What's that feeling like for you? I mean, does it feel like a special day? Even yeah, though? I mean, you get to see all the fans. I can only imagine it's going to be a slammed house today. So, uh, you just kind of... It's going to feel like a playoff game, honestly. He's excited baseball is finally here. And you're on, if, correct me if I'm wrong, you're on schedule to pitch Monday mm -hmm. in New York, right? Mm -hmm. Does that feel like you're open today in a sense when it's your yeah. first start of the year? Yeah, um, especially being the first one at home. Um, you want to win every game, but especially at home, and you want to win the first one. So, Were you anxious last night? I mean, was there like a different feeling last An night? An excitement, um, just because games matter now. It's hard to kind of get excited for spring training games win. When, I mean, you're working on stuff and whatever happens, happens. It's not like, it's not the end of the world if you lose, even even here, but uh, just Yo, more, on, more adrenaline, more excitement, just a little bit of everything. Oh, nervous, first opening day. Nerves flowing a little bit. But that's good, you need those. That means you're still, I love what I do. I get a chance to be out there and be with the guys. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow getting Oh, no, I'm still nervous. I'm nervous right now. Yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's just part of being an athlete. The fun is, I think it's more excitement. To be I'm not really nervous, just excited for it. Things need to go.
How's opening day for you? How was it to put on the pinstripes and kind of be here at Yankee Stadium? Oh, it was awesome. I mean, uh, this was my uh, eighth eighth opening day with three different uh, three different teams on opening day, so it was exciting. And any, anytime you come here as a visiting player and now as a home player, you, the the you know the aura surrounding Yankee Stadium and the fans and and all that stuff is is something that uh, you don't forget. And so. To be here as a home player, and you know, even though yesterday was kind of strange with the weather <laughs> and whatnot, uh, it was it was still really exciting and something that I'll never forget. How was it to be in the lineup opening day, Yankee Stadium? With Dream these come true. Yeah. Um, it was crazy how many people were here just because of the weather, and it was it was special. Uh, my parents and my family were here, so. Uh, Fun. Do you get jitters before the game? Is it? Yeah, for sure. But uh, once that first pitch is thrown, everything kind of goes away. Yesterday felt like like baseball. I mean, you're outside, and uh, I love it here. So. What was opening day like for you? You've been through a couple opening days. So what was it like? First in Toronto, but then here in, in the cold, in the snow. Toronto was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love opening day. It's just kind of a, one of those days. Baseball's back. but And then here in Yankee Stadium was awesome, too. It was so cold mm-hmm. and rainy. But still, the fans are still you know, into the game. Every single pitch are standing on their feet in the first inning. With two outs, Monty was pitching. So, you know, I can't imagine what it's going to be like here in the playoffs with, you know, when we get there. So, Hi, this is Greg Bird. You don't have to wait for the first pitch to get caught up on some of the best stories about your 27-time world champion Yankees. Subscribe to and download the Yankees Magazine podcast by visiting yankees.com slash podcast. Hi, John. How's it going? It's going really well, Hillary. Are you sure? Because um, it's, not, it's not great outside. There's some snow. We had a little bit of a postponement today. We're doing we're doing a little uh, a, a, a postponed opening day podcast. It's really not great outside, and I think the last time we podcasted, it was also not <laughs> great outside. True, true. Yes, this does not bode well for our summer. I think we maybe the podcast is a jinx, and maybe we should just like wait until we have a sunny day to podcast uh, to reset things. I think we'll have to. Speaking of sunny days, you know there are rational, real, legit things people can say about domes being bad and, you know, Sky or Rogers Center, whatever we're calling it now, mm-hmm. being a bad place to baseball. But I'll tell you this much. On Thursday, the weather in Toronto <laughs> was really, really gloomy and gross. And they still played a baseball game, and There was still they? a baseball game there. I, w- I was staying up in Toronto in a hotel that was, you know, it was like two blocks from the dome. And, of course, at that two blocks from the CN Tower, and from my window, on the fifth, like you were just like staring right at the CN Tower, which was really, really cool on Wednesday when you could see the CN Tower. Sure. And on Thursday, I woke up and just like literally like there's one of the largest towers in the world, like feet from my room, and I can't see it. <laughs> and yet there was a baseball game. That's pretty nice. How was that baseball game, John? You were, you were present for the opening day of the Yankee season in Toronto, a big win and a big debut from a new slugger we got. It was a big win. It was a big debut. It was just a really fun experience. Um, first off, it was fun to see another team open. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, just in the years of doing this kind of 
and even before I've been to more Mets and Yankees opening days, home openers than I can really count, but I'd never been to a road opener Mm -hmm. for either one of these teams. And it was fun to see that. It was just fun to like be part of a celebration that wasn't really your celebration. It was like during the postseason, which is, I guess the closest thing you could say to an opening day. It's, you know, the game has massive, massive meaning for both teams. Whereas you could tell, you know, the Yankees players were really excited for, the home opener and opening day was a cool thing. But uh, one thing that I really liked was talking to, cause I'm writing a story about just the idea of this season with these expectations and these changes, how it's starting. And so I thought it was funny to talk to some of like, you know, the starting pitchers and it's like Sonny Gray talking to him on Thursday morning, a million things would have to go wrong for Sonny Gray to actually be playing on that opening day. Right. Like you would probably be talking about like an injury to Severino and whoever came in next, not be like, I, so many things would have to go wrong for him yeah. to actually play. And so it's like, you know, Sonny, what is this? Like, is this your opening day? And he's like, yeah, you know, you just get that different feeling when you wake up in the morning that it's, you know, it's real. And you right. Kinda... You get to throw on a uniform. You get to watch your guys play an actual game that actually counts in the standing. And that's, I feel like it must be exciting, even if you're not going to play. Yeah. It, it's weird. You know, the Yankees have played four games. <laughs> they were supposed to play a game today, but it, it, it'll, it'll happen eventually. But, like, Jordan Montgomery hasn't played baseball yet this season. Mm, correct. <laughs> so, you know, okay, you know, there's been four games, and obviously he's part of the team, and he, you know, he, he was saying he was out there on the lines, he was really excited, and he knew that he was just going to have, like, the serious, serious opening day jitters for the home opener, and he was going to treat that as the opening day because he was pitching the home opener, and it was going to be real for him. And I thought that was pretty cool. But, you know, to go back to the original question, it's just – Opening day is awesome. Opening day is, yeah, God, how many of these podcasts have I complained about how long spring training is at this point? Let's see. There's been, I think this is the 24th episode of the podcast, and you've complained in at least, you know, 20 of them. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Even though we weren't in spring training for ha- more than half of it's them. It's very on brand for me. <laughs> um, yeah, spring training is so long. <laughs> and you get to this point, and it's like, look, the, the regular season is crazy long. But it's just like, yeah. there's this... <laughs> There's this feeling of, you know, you go there for that for that game and it's just like we we made it, you know, and mm-hmm. take that winter. We, I we mean, beat, winter we you. winter is beating us right now at this very minute. I think it, I But had, it's baseball season. It's baseball season, you're right. And um even though there was no game, even though we were postponed, the home opener is on Tuesday now. Boone had a press conference today and he said some really cool things, some really fun things about just like how excited he was to to put the uniform on even when he was a kid. Opening day always was special to him. He was comparing it to Little League, the Little League Parade. And everyone who's played baseball remembers the Little League Parade and that excitement. And just, and that's kind of, it doesn't go away. There's just something about it that's like, okay, you know, you're fighting your brain in a lot of ways because. You tell yourself for every one of those spring training games as you step in there, like this is real and this is important and maybe you're fighting for a spot or maybe you're not, but still, you know, no one goes into the batter's box in a spring training game and says, Well, I don't care what happens in this at bat and yet you wake up on opening <laughs> day and it's just different. It matters. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was it was fun. Um the Blue Jays did a really, really nice uh tribute to Roy Halliday, which was, you know, hard to watch but nice to see. The Yankees were all on the top step of the dugout for that. And then there was just, you know, the game started and... Did Giancarlo Stanton make your story pretty easy to write? (laughs) So you're sitting there and you're just like, give me some. So I'll give a little bit of background here. I flew in on Wednesday morning um, for the workout. They worked out at the Rogers Center. And I'm kind of like just really like 
you know, in, in, in my own head, as I often am, just like, get a story, get a story, get a story, get a story, get a story. And it's like, you know, I could tell you I'm coming here to write a story about opening day, but get a story, get a mm-hmm. story, get a story. And I'm sitting there, I'm just like walking around with a notebook on the field, trying to get any kind of like scenic, like, you know, little piece the feel to kind for of it, yeah. you know, work. Through. And I'll get back to that in one second from one funny thing I noticed. But, you know, then the game starts and you're just like, let something happen. Please let something happen. And it's like, you know, Gardner... He laces a ball to uh, Granderson that goes for an error. <laughs> um, so it's like, okay, you know, man, Aaron, you could really, you could, <laughs> Judge could really make my story easy here right now. And he, and he didn't. But then, I mean, Stanton just crushed that ball. And let me be very clear there's no cheering in the press box, and I'm not the type who would ever do it. But there was a smile on my face of just knowing that, like, there's something I can write. And then there were funny little things that happened the rest of the game, too. One thing that I enjoyed a lot, and this continued into the next day, um, all the new players got a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day, Billy McKinney, when he came up, he got a hit. And that meant that one thing I thought was funny was for all the talk about change on the roster this season, by the end of that first day, every single Yankees batter on the 25-man had a hit. You know, so, so there was no one left like waiting for their first hit or anything like that. It was right, just they like, all got it kind of out of the way. They kind of the team. I mean, thing. everyone contributed in that game. It was really Jay Happ was good, um, but just. You know, that was the Yankees offense. And you would you would, you would see these innings coming. And this really went for the whole weekend in a lot of ways. You would see these innings coming and it's like, okay, you know, Judge Stanton Sanchez. Yep. And then maybe they would do nothing, but then it's like, okay, Aaron Hex, mm-hmm. DD. Mm-hmm. And it sh- it didn't stop. You know? <laughs> I mean I think I think at this point you could make an argument that Brandon Drury has been the most consistent uh, batter in the good. lineup, yeah. and, and I, and I that—that's the thing. You are not going to get a break facing this team, yeah. and they're going to lose some games. They won two and they lost two. Um, that's going to happen. I don't think their bullpen is going to continue to struggle the way it did this weekend. And the but, offense is going to find its groove too, like. right? But there's just no break for a pitcher against yeah. this team. It's so deep. And when there are injuries, which you knew were going to happen, maybe you didn't expect to happen so much in mm-hmm. the first couple of days, they're going to be okay. They There's depth there, too. So it yeah. was fun to watch. It was fun to get started that way. I was really looking forward to the juxtaposition of having that and then having today, Monday, whatever you want to call it, for the actual opener here. But there will be an opener. They, they will eventually play baseball here. Eventually, there will be some games at Yankee Stadium will be present for them. There will be some pomp and some circumstance for that first one, whenever it may be. Hopefully tomorrow, Tuesday. What was it like on TV? uh, It was fun to watch. Nathan and I were sitting. We sit diagonal. Our cubicles are diagonal from each other. And I popped my head out and I said, hey, Nate, who's going to hit the first home run today? And he kind of looked at me and said, you know... I'm not great at predictions, as we saw, because my Greg Bird prediction is kind of falling flat. And we're like, it's okay, Nate. He'll be back. He could still hit a bunch. It's like, we're yeah, yeah. Here, Greg. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, but I feel, uh, I feel Didi. I feel strong about Didi. I think he's going to have a good game. And I said, that's a good, that's a good call. I feel, I feel like it can't be Stan. And I literally said those words. I'm like, it's not going to be Stan. There's just no way Stan's not going to hit one. I'm going to go Sanchez. And he said, okay, could be. You never know. We'll see. And then literally it stands for swing. And it's not like, uh, oh, that one might go. That was like an, oh, yeah, that one's gone easily. No, there aren't too many um, <laughs> no-doubter opposite field home runs. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was just like off the bat and you know, press box behind. You just watch that ball go. It's like, yep, 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We 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 stopped working for that first inning to watch because you got Gardner, Judge, Stanton coming up first inning, and you're like, well, we're gonna have to watch this, and it, it they didn't disappoint those guys. That was a fun first inning to watch, and we kind of just all looked at each other like, this will be fun. This will be good. Yeah. No. It's it's a really it's a it's a good offense, and man, like you forget sometimes just like the weird grind of baseball because it's 162 and Mm -hmm. hopefully more. And this is coming on the heels of six weeks of spring training, but it's 162 and you know, you get that two Oh start and it's like, man, maybe we'll never lose. This is going to be a fun season. And then you just forget like not only that you're obviously going to lose, but that that loss is going to be really frustrating Mm -hmm. and it's going to make you angry. And like, you're going to lose all the perspective of, of course they were going to lose. Like, and and you know what? Then they lost on Sunday too. And yeah, Sunday was a rough game with some, you know, difficult decisions that were made and there's going to be games like that, but it's like you just forget as you're getting ready for the season to start just how much losing stinks. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that the team is going to lose so many times. The team is going to lose an incredible number of games this year by any other sports metric. Right. But they're, They're set gonna up win to win a lot, too. Yeah, but every one of those losses is just like, how could that happen? How could? That? Well, it's going to happen because that's the way baseball happens. Because there's 162 games. Yeah, you're going to lose. And you're going to lose a whole lot. bunch of them. But man, like, it, I really enjoyed when I was out there in Toronto and, and and this morning here, just seeing Boone as he kind of gets comfortable because he has a real comfortable presence in terms of who he is. And he walks around very comfortably. But one thing that I kept on finding funny was he's just like walking around with like a bat, a fungo bat Mm -hmm. during BP, except he's not a coach. He's not hitting fungos to anybody. He's not like hitting grounders to anybody. He's just walking around with a bat on his shoulder as a prop. And then he comes into the press conference after BP and he's holding a ball. And it's just like this guy is fighting muscle memory here mm-hmm. in some ways of like just thinking that he's still a baseball player. Phil Nevin was hitting grounders to all the players during BP. Aaron Boone was just standing behind the cage talking to Cashman, but he just needed to be holding that bat. And I thought that was charming in a lot of ways. And I wonder if that was like nerves for the first day or if that's something that's going to stick with him. But it's funny to watch. I mean, this is he didn't do the third base coach thing. He didn't do the bench coach or whatever. Right. He's been in the booth. And I bet I... I could probably go back and watch right now. I bet if you watch some of those times when they were showing the booth in those ESPN broadcasts, I'm guessing he was holding a baseball because probably that just seems yeah. how he is. There's no doubt he loves this game. He loves, loves baseball. And you could see it in his eyes. You could see in his face he loves to be out there in uniform competing again. And he's not on the field competing, but he has those juices flowing in him. And I think it, that's... That's his niche. That's and you had to he, know, he had to know coming in this morning, especially after the rainout when like we weren't going to be talking about Jordan Montgomery in the press conference this morning. He had to know that a lot of the talk was going to be about Sunday's game. And yet, first question, you know, he, his answer was just that like, he loves it. He's mm-hmm. loving every minute of it. Yeah, and I bet he's going to age a lot this year. And I bet it's going to be a difficult. <laughs> you know, this is not going to be an easy. Even for a team with high expectations, it's not going to be an easy year. But it's cool to see him loving it in this way. Yeah, I hope it continues for him. I mean, it's been fun so far. It's been a fun four days, four games, I suppose. Uh, we got a whole week here at Yankee Stadium to look forward to. I'm excited about that. We got we got magazines on sale. We got yearbooks on sale. We got... It's like it's really baseball season. It's really, really baseball season. There's going to be 
food to eat at the stadium. It's going to start smelling when we're walking through those concourses again. That's always fun for me. The, I'd never been to a game at Rogers Center, but uh, I, I, I enjoyed the little nuances of a game in a Canadian stadium. <laughs> the very different seventh inning stretch. Gargantuan maple leaf flag for the uh, <laughs> national anthem. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Yeah, it was, it was. Hey, you know what? Good for you, Toronto. It was a <laughs> it was a good time, and despite the weather, no rain out. Maybe we'll put a dome on this stadium. What do you think? No snow out, no rain out. It was a uh, you know maybe it's not the traditional way baseball is meant to be played, but baseball was played. Right. At least they played it, <laughs> yeah. and that's that's novel at this point. <laughs> they are going to play baseball here at some point. I'm excited. I'm going to put on my second best outfit for you know. Let tomorrow. me tell you, I I, <laughs> I sat there in front of my not that huge closet this morning saying do i go with a opening day suit or do i go with a go to the bullpen for a, a b-level suit and i went i went b-level i had all of my uh all of my outfits on my bed yesterday i was sending snapchats to my friends like what do i wear i don't know what to do and then this morning i woke up at 5 30 because i wanted to get here early i knew i had to, to, to get ready i had a routine to do and I look outside and there's snow and i'm like mm, i might have to go with a backup outfit <laughs> Because this is not what I was expecting. Yeah, roll, rolling in in like you know snow boots and yeah. a suit is not necessarily what I was expecting on opening day. But you know what? We will adapt. We will play, and uh, we'll we'll look sharp every day, just like we always do, right, John? I always look good. Obviously, it's not even at all true. I mean, <laughs> it's not even a little bit. True. Podcast is a visual medium, <laughs> as we know. I, I, I have a and listeners wardrobe meant for podcasting. John looks great. Oh wow, Hillary, it's too kind. <laughs> Uh, All right, fans, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for sticking with us. Happy home opener. Happy baseball season. Happy everything. There will be a home opener. We're going to, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, they will have played baseball at Yankee Stadium, we assume. We hope. (laughs) All right, fans, talk to you soon. Bye.